The first round of the NFL draft is over, and it's time to talk about it here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. We're going to break it all down. Let's get into it. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On NFL Podcast, the Friday edition. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. We're breaking all things down on the NFL. Now that the first round of the NFL draft is over, remember you can find this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. If you're watching this video on YouTube, hit the like button on this video if you see it. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel to get all of our daily updates, all our daily content, and our live streams. If you missed it, we had a, a whole live stream the entire First round of the NFL draft. It was exciting. We had Peter Bukowski on. We had Ryan. We had Crocker. We had Isaiah. We had everybody on this show. Ross was even popping in and out as the producer slash coming in to be the Saints guy. It was a wild show and uh, and a wild day. And uh, Q, you were on hand for this wild day in <laughs> Vegas, seeing it play out in front of you. What was it like being there? Because the first few picks, it was like, okay, a little bit. And then, like, chaos broke out right. after the Panthers picked at six. Yeah, no, you know, it was it was crazy, man. You know, being here in Vegas, really the whole week has been just exciting. You know, seeing the whole city being built up, seeing the stage being built on the Bellagio Fountain, you know, one of the stages and everything. It's just there were so many cool things to to see. And then uh, to actually see the stage where the, the draft pick and the picks were announced and, and uh, seeing how many people were out there and, and the street were closed down it's just it was awesome man it really was it was a nice little uh charge you know it kind of gives you a little uh little, little shot of adrenaline in your blood you know it just it just goes it's fun man and I mean, that's one thing when you host the the draft, man, it's 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 fantastic. You know, it really you see all these people come to the city or your city and, and just I'm telling you, it's 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 one of those events that I always tell people if you have an opportunity to go to a draft, just go, you know, and the one thing I like about the draft and I guess I'll wrap it up with this is the fact that, you know, the Super Bowl, we know there's two teams that are playing in the Super Bowl when it's the draft, all 32 teams are playing. You know yep. what I mean? Like, and there's fan bases from all 32 fan bases uh, are there. And so that's the exciting thing. You see all these fans getting together. You're seeing Ravens fans sitting next to Steeler fans and seeing, you know, <laughs> Bengal fans sitting next to Steeler fans. I mean, just everybody, you know, Raiders and Chiefs and Broncos and Niners and Seahawks and all that good stuff. Everyone's like, it, it just just piled in there. And so it's just it's cool to see uh, everyone get excited and fired up because you know every player that gets selected is going to be the guy that's going to save the franchise or, or, or take the team over the top, right, make them a Super Bowl winner. So at least that's how most fans feel after day one or day two or as soon as the draft is all the way over. Let's talk about this first round, these first round picks, and what what stood out to us. Yeah, I I, I was a little shocked that offensive tackle waited so long to get picked. Uh, they they reached outside of the top five. Uh, the the Panthers they got Aquanu, mm -hmm. uh, and that was the first tackle off the board. And then they came off quickly. Evan Neal went at seven to the Giants. Charles Cross at nine to the Seahawks, and then Trevor Penning had to wait a while. But once those guys went, yeah, that's when the receiver hall began. Yep. Between the 10th pick and the 18th pick, I believe it was 
four wide eight, receivers. Pick eight. It was five. pick eight. Remember, it was pick eight in uh, oh, no, I'm, Excuse me. I forgot about pick eight with Drake London. You're yeah, right. so there's so six, six of them. Six wide receivers yep. between eight and 18 get selected, <laughs> and it was just like this consistent run. And if it wasn't for Charles Cross being nine, like if the, right. if the Seahawks really wanted to get a wide receiver, it would have been five consecutive wide receivers picked at that point of the draft. This We knew this was an ex- insanely athletic wide receiver class, but – the run was extremely impressive on how quickly they went. Well, I just love the fact that I, I think you can look at round one and say that it was it was all about the wide receivers. You know, I mean, obviously there was only one quarterback taken in Kenny Pickett, and he went to the Steelers, as you very well know, and that's a whole mm-hmm. other storyline. We could talk a whole segment just about that storyline, but think about the wide receivers. You just mentioned the run that went on them, but then also the veterans that were traded, you know, the veteran wide receivers. Yeah. When you look at A.J. Brown, you look at Marquise Browns, the Browns were I traded. Just, you know what I mean? <laughs> what, what what happened with Marquise Brown? He's I not just, that good. He, but but he, what, what did the what did the Cardinals give up for him? Oh like was, yeah yeah yeah. Like, I, I don't know like, what they were doing. I don't. I, I don't know how you give up for anything for him. Like like I get if Terry McLaurin right, was in the picture right, because right. they were the same class. AJ Brown, I get being desperate for him. Even Steelers Deontay Johnson a little bit more. I still right. wouldn't you say that. But Marquise Brown. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't understand that either. Um, you know, I didn't understand why they gave up what they gave up. But um, in my opinion, Marquise Brown is a one trick pony, and that trick's not even that good. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, but it's just it just shows you how the wide receiver market has been changed and shuffled up. And really, I keep going back and saying it, and I'm not trying to, you know, like toot my own horn or anything, but I mean, really, it all goes back to the Devontae Adams trade uh, from yep. the Packers. You know, that kind of reset the quarter or the wide receiver market. And now you mm-hmm. see all these wide receivers get drafted in round one, and you see all these veterans on the move. Absolutely. Cornerback was also a position that kind of got crazy uh, in this. In the top three. I'm protesting, by the way. I'm protesting. I'm protesting. protesting. Yeah. I like where Sauce Gardner went. I think that the Jets did a really good job in their draft. But Derek Stingley shouldn't have been the first DB off the board. I mean, we, you and I just talked about this last week when we were talking over how this goes. I felt like Derek Stingley could have been and. It seems like it seems like the Texans agree with me, but at the same time, it don't make me right because right. Texans have messed up a lot of things. Yeah, over the years. right. And again, but, I like where Sauce ended up. I think that he's going to be perfect in New York. I think the Jets right. did a really good job uh, in their draft, and maybe they get to start to turn this thing around. But I think that the Jets and their fan base really needs a guy like Sauce Gardner to you know a guy to root for like that, who's a fun. Hey, that's going to be the next dude. I, I, I kind of go back when I was uh, when Charles Woodson got drafted by the Raiders. I was. Like, that was my guy. You know what I mean? Coming out of Michigan, I was like, man, that's the dude. I want the Raiders to grab him. So it was great that they were able to get him, and then it was kind of like the player that I latched on to forever. So I think Sauce Gardner will have that opportunity to be a, a similar type player. I, I, I agree. I think I think Ahmad Gardner. And, and they also went and got Garrett Wilson, the Jets. <laughs> They they might have the hall of the, of of the first round again. Yep. It's way too early to assign grades and all that. We will do that though. A's. Um, <laughs> Everybody gets A's. <laughs> but but you look at this. I mean, Ahmad Gardner and Garrett Wilson. That's an out a, a, a cornerback that that could be a one caliber. Mm-hmm. That's a receiver that could be a one caliber. And you got you're giving Zachary Wilson that. They went and got Jordan Whitehead in the offseason to add to the secondary. Yep. The Jets could be a new look team. 
come come this year. Um, you also had a lot of trades going up and down. The, yeah. the, the Saints went up and got Chris Olave at 11. They also got Trevor Penning at 19. I think I, I like Olave. He was one of my favorite receivers of this class. I'm not a big Trevor Penning guy. I think right. that it, you know he showed that he was getting bullied a lot at the Senior Bowl and then not responding to that very well. I'm a little, you know, I think in the second round he would have been fine, but that early in the first, I was like, uh, uh but I was I was really interested to see that. Let's talk about the quarterbacks real quick though before, before <laughs> the we, quarterback. We yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just really the quarterback. Kenny Pickett, the first off the yeah. board. I heard for months it was Malik Willis. Malik Willis, Malik Willis, Malik Willis. He was the best quarterback. Now, and I, I said this early on in the process. Lewis Riddick broke this down you know, before the season even ended. Yeah. And he said, the biggest thing about quarterbacks in the NFL right now, you need to be accurate and you need to see the field and be a, and be a leader. You know, arm strength, speed, all that, mm, forget about that. As long as you're tall enough, right. you need those three things that you want that. And I said, you know, from the jump, those are the three best attributes of Kenny Pickett. But mm -hmm. still, I looked at the arm strength arm strength issue. Malik Willis's cannon was far, you know, can can launch the ball further than, right. than, than Kenny Pickett on a rope. Um you know, and and he has the wheels. His ceiling is that much higher if you can kind of work with him and mold him. Um, and he's still sitting there uh, in the green room it's crazy. waiting to be called. Yeah. And it's crazy to think. But Kenny Pickett, who stayed in New Jersey, stuck stuck with his family, he got the call from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's crazy because I don't know if, how many people know this, but the Steelers and the and Pitt they share right. facilities. Right, like, right, right. Like like when I cover, like it, it's actually great for me because I cover both. Right. So. When Pitt's practice is done, I just kind of come out and then I go to where the Steelers practice is. Nice. And it's just like two feet from each other. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, this is awesome. But Kenny Pickett staying home in Pittsburgh. Uh, he's from New Jersey, but mm -hmm. he's been in he's been at Pitt for five years and him just staying in the city. It's basically like he got like an he's, he's stay, staying for his doctorate degree. <laughs> uh, but it's it's wild to think he's the guy that's going to be the first step to replacing Ben Roethlisberger. No, it is. And it's a cool story, man. I like it, you know, and, and I've done a little bit of research throughout the course of the week and even uh, leading up to uh, this week uh, here uh, with the draft and everything and just knowing that, you know, Dan Marino was passed up on. He was the Pitt product. He was the Pittsburgh product. Yep. The Steelers passed up on him. And I've heard plenty of fans uh, calling to different radio stations on Sports Talk talking about, uh, hey, don't, don't, uh, don't, don't bring back up Dan Marino. Don't bring up that, uh, that saga and everything. So I think it's kind of cool that Kenny Pickett gets to stay, stay there and basically cross the hall and, uh, and, and go instead of being a Pitt Panther, and now he's being a Pittsburgh Steeler. I think that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool, and you're right. I grew up in Pittsburgh. I was born in 89. Dan Marino was drafted in 83. And the fact that they passed him up for mm -hmm. Senior Sack, a guy who was supposed to be the next mean Joe Rest Green. Rest in peace. Yeah, right? And yep. he got in a car accident yep. like like before, before he could right. even play a single game. Yep. And that was it. And then Dan Marino went on to beat the Steelers in the 1983 – or excuse, was it, I think it was the 1983 AFC Championship game – uh, in his in his rookie year when he got to the Super Bowl, um, and and the Rooney's always said that was one of their biggest regrets in franchise history. Right. Um, and so now I don't know if it's rectifying it, but they went and got the guy who shattered all of Dan Marino's records. Uh, certainly a huge story here. We're gonna revisit these first round picks in just a minute here because we want to talk about winners and losers in the back end. But before we do that, we have to talk about 
who's still on the board, who can your team still get. We'll look at the best available and see where they might fall in just a minute here. But first, we got to talk we got to talk to you guys about one of our great sponsors, Shady Rays. Now y'all know about Shady Rays. They're the independent sunglasses company that gives you sunglasses like <laughs> these polarized. Bam, looking great as nice. I wear them. And they give you features of $200 sunglasses for just a fraction of the price. That means you get polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is the Shady Rays Insane Protection pro pro uh, uh, Program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every single pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. If you give them a try, you don't love them, you'll, you'll pay nothing. It's simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays exclusively for our listeners. Head to ShadyRays.com and use and use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On, and you'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Again, that's code locked on L O C K E D O N for their best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of sunglasses of Shady Ray sunglasses, backed by over 150,000 verified five star reviews. Locked on NFL. You still got them shades on, man. You still got them shades on, man. man. You do love them shady rays, man. They are nice, though. They do got you looking good, man. You're shining. I feel like even though we're looking and I'm looking at you on on YouTube, I feel like I see my reflection in them. You you can a little bit, right? If I do, if I go like right here. Oh yeah, I guess. uh, No, I can't. (laughs) It almost looked like it though. Maybe I can. I don't know. Maybe I'm just tired. <laughs> it, it is a long night. Full disclosure, we're recording this at 3 a.m. Eastern time. So, so look, look at look at Q out here acting like a baby. He's like, oh, it's midnight for me. Hey, no, look, dog. Hey, man, I am not going to lie to you. <laughs> Normally, I'm good to go. I'm having, I'm not tired at all today. I am tired. I am tired. I do not blame you. You had to be out in the hot sun <laughs> right. you know, with the NFL draft all Facts. weekend long. That's so, and, and that that's that's a beast, man. That's a whole beast yes. of, a, of a challenge. So I totally respect that. I'm gonna take these off now. There you go. Um, <laughs> I don't want to look at my reflection because I know I don't look that good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's let's get to talking about uh, who the best players are left available right now. Okay. Um, right now, a lot of people want. Let's talk about Malik Willis. Yeah, Malik Willis. Yeah, wh- wh- where does he go? You know, all the conversation was that he was going to go possibly six uh, to the Panthers, right? So what are they going to do with their quarterback position? Are they going to settle on Mayfield? Are they settling on Darnold? Are they going to make a move for Willis? The problem I have, if I'm the Panthers and I'm Matt Rule, I'm trying to save my job. Am I going to rely on a rookie to try to save my job? Am I going to rely on Sam Darnold to try to save my job? Am I going to rely on Baker Mayfield? You know what I mean? It's like it's almost like you're in a no-win situation right there. You got to figure out which the uh, which is the less of the uh, of the evils, I guess. I don't think Matt Rule's in a position to try to develop a quarterback. So maybe that's a a, a place where Baker Mayfield ends up after the draft is over. I don't know, but it's it's a it's crazy. And now you just don't know where Malik Willis is going to go now that he didn't go to the Panthers in round one. And, and and also, I thought the Falcons could have been a team that's that selected him yeah. 
uh, at, at that at that point of the NFL draft. I, I didn't think Malik Willis would fall down the 20. I thought that someone was going to get desperate. We all know how the NFL is. Teams get teams mm-hmm. trade up. They reach like, oh, this is our quarterback. We're going to go get him. Um, and, and for the Panthers, like you said, you know, you know, if, if they want a quarterback, they're in a tough spot. Their next pick in this draft is 137 Ooh, at, at the yeah. back end of the fourth round. They got to wait around right now, and wow. maybe they got the offensive lineman of their dreams. Maybe that's a big part of this. But I mean, you you also had Ben McAdoo saying, "I don't know if uh, Sam Darnold's going to be the starting guy." <laughs> just a week ago, right. and you're kind of messing things up there. Um, but uh, but but yeah, so it's um, it's 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 a major challenge when it comes when it comes to, the, to to that. But let's look at again where he could go. Um, I'm looking at the second round. The Buccaneers start the draft off. They're not taking it with Tom no. Brady. They're trying to load up and win right now. You know, the the Giants, the Texans, um, the Seahawks have two picks at 40 and 41. Maybe there. Yeah, if possible. They're not, if they're not in love with with, uh, with Desmond Ritter. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at all these other all these other picks here. It's a tough spot now. You know, the Saints, they didn't take any quarterbacks in the in the first round. Maybe they're a team, but there's a real question. How far does Malik Willis fall? Right. Yeah. No, that is that is a big time question because, again, it's I mean, we've talked about it until like we're blue in the face that this wasn't a a, a deep draft when it comes to quarterbacks. The quarterback play was just not that great. And look, I like the story of Kenny Pickett uh, going to the Steelers. But, you know, is he going to continue to get better or is he who he is? You know what I mean? So there's a lot of questions and I don't know where Malik Willis is going to end up going. Uh, There might be a team that really doesn't need a quarterback right now that says, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and grab him before someone else does and maybe they just go ahead and and get him and and stash him and try to develop him and if not flip him or something there I mean there's all kind of scenarios and and really I think that those wide receivers at the big run on the wide receivers and then of course the top of the draft where it was like all uh defenders and and uh mm-hmm. and offensive linemen that it just kind of it, it kind of just threw off the whole trajectory of of the first round so uh, Malik Willis could be one of those guys that's in for a a pretty long slide and and he's already sliding He's already sliding. Now, other guys sitting there. Who's the guy you're most surprised as a, as a skill position player who's still sitting sitting there right now? I thought Nicobe Dean would be off the board by now. Right. That's who I would go with as well. Nicobe Dean is kind of the guy that I'm looking at thinking, hmm. You know, so I'm wondering and questioning, is it a is it an injury situation? Is it the knee situation? Is it, you know, what's what's going on with him? Why all of a sudden uh, he hasn't, you know, he, he hasn't been selected. It's funny, after uh, round one, I was over at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, which is the Raiders, uh, that's their, that's their uh, practice facility. And I asked Josh McDaniels, I said, hey, was there any big surprises uh, that you saw guys that dropped in and, and are there on day two. And he kind of just, he did, obviously he didn't answer the question and say, yeah, well, this player, this player, this player. But he did say that, well, there's some guys on there that there's some injuries uh, that, that teams are concerned about and others are just, uh, some teams are just going for need. And so maybe that's why some of the, some of the guys have dropped. But uh, it was interesting that the first thing he mentioned was injuries. And so then all of a sudden I started putting, I felt like I was putting two and two together when N'Kobe Dean's still there. I'm thinking maybe it's is because of injuries. Maybe it is, it, it, but it, it's also, you know, some people brought this up. He's an undersized linebacker. It's true. You know, his, it, a lot of people say, you know, I heard Todd McShay, a lot of people saying, oh, he should be the first linebacker off the board. He should be this, he should be that. Well, it was, it was Quay Walker and then Devin Lloyd. Crazy enough, Quay Walker wasn't the leader of the Georgia linebackers. Right. And all three Jordan, Georgia linebackers were, were, were in the mix, in the mix this year. Mm-hmm. But Quay Walker gets it because of measurables, because teams, they want to see, 
Uh, they they want to see the size. They want to yeah. see the, the speed combined with the size. They want you to be able to compete against the run and be able to challenge tight ends over the middle. That's something that's hard. Another guy, a little um, uh, an, another guy that's uh, that's surprising, Andrew Booth Jr. I thought he might be able to get into the yeah. first round. Cornerbacks are valued at a, at a premium. Um, guys who I thought could sneak into the first round, I heard a lot of Sky Moore talk. I heard a lot of Travis Jones Ooh. talk. Um. Uh, Desmond Ritter, you know, is another guy to a quarterback that if I again, yeah, but again, that was I thought Malik Willis that he goes right. higher. If Malik Willis goes higher, Kenny Pickett might go higher because yeah. once a position starts to run, other teams get desperate. That's what we saw at wide receiver, right? And I, I heard p- people like Ian Rappaport, people like uh Todd McShay, you know, people talking about uh, when I talk to GMs right now, mm-hmm. that's what I that's what I hear that you know, is that everyone's asking. When are who? When is the first quarterback coming off the board? Everyone was right. trying to see that and and guess off of that. So it's crazy to me to think that that's where that's where we're at right now. Um, I'm really intrigued to see who are the top guys that go and are there going to be crazy trade ups tomorrow as well or I guess today? Excuse me, because right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man, it's going to be interesting, right? It's really going to be interesting to see where these moves are going to be made, how these moves are going to be made, and who's going to make them. You know, and and, and that's really the the facts. You know, it's just. Um, I, this has been intriguing. I mean, there was what nine trades that happened on day one, uh, and it started at what pick ten, I think, was the first was or maybe a pick eleven. I don't know, but it was it was early in the draft, and all of a sudden it was just like trade, 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 yep. trade, all these different yep. trades. So is that trend going to continue, or is it going to settle down and slow down a little bit? So um, yeah, man, it's 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 something. I think also. Uh, a product of some of those trades is because all these teams had had multiple draft picks in the first round. You know, what was there, eight teams mm-hmm. that didn't have any picks? So mm-hmm. all those teams had multiple picks in, in round one, and I think that that might have led to some of the uh, some of the draft day, the, the day one trades that we saw as well. Could very, could very well have. Now, so we've gone over some of those guys that, that, that we're excited to see here still available in the mm-hmm. second round. Um, I think Travis Jones is a heck of a get. I think Devontae Wyatt, you know, I'm a little I was a little tentative about him because he had a domestic violence dispute a few years back with his time at Georgia. Right. He's a little bit older at 24. Travis Jones was a guy that I think that a lot of teams are going to really try to go get. Um, Logan Hall might be in that conversation as well. But again, where do the quarterbacks fall? Because, you know, I've heard people try to push Matt Corral to be higher than be higher selected than than he is. You know, where do where, where do the receivers start <laughs> up again? Because Christian Watson's sitting there. Sky right. Moore sitting there. Um, you know, there's going to it's going to be an interesting run. I'm curious to see what position starts to be valued at the premium at the top end of the second round. Yeah, no, me too. Uh, really. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of good talent that dropped around too, you know, and, and I think that there's a lot of good, talented players. I don't think this is a, a draft where there's a lot of elite players, but I think there's a lot of good quality players in this draft. And there's over a thousand people, a thousand guys that have their name in the hat to be drafted. And you know, there's not a thousand positions, but uh, you look at the uh, a couple of different classes are being combined because of COVID. And so now you have all these guys and all this talent. So again, I don't know if there's anyone who's elite. I don't think there's anyone who's an elite talent, but there's some guys that are really good. And of course, I mean, I guess there is a, a elite talent in my opinion, when you can look at like a sauce gardener but uh i think that the i think that the uh like even the defensive backs you know you have like three really good ones at the top or two really good ones at the top then there's a big separation there's a big talent separation so uh that's kind of how i feel like the the multi for, for the most part the whole draft is i feel you on that we're going to talk more about winners and losers of the first round at least at least how we saw it play out uh in front of us because we got to talk about how the teams did as, as holes but first we got to talk to you guys about built bar 
it's it's about to be May. It's right around the corner. The summer is coming up and you are trying to get your body right for the summer. But you need to stick on to a diet. What can help you stick to a diet? Built Bar because they're the amazing protein bars that taste like candy bars. With Built Bar, you're, it's, it's easy to get, stay on your diet because they're going to taste amazing. If you haven't tried the new Puffs flavors, they're covered in 100% real chocolate just like all the other Built Bars out there. And they're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They're a tasty treat covered in 100% real chocolate. And they come in great flavors like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, all so very good. And there's even more flavors when you go to the regular Built Bars that are still covered in 100% real chocolate, and they're high, in, they're high in protein but low in calorie. When you get the average Built Bar, it's 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to it to the average candy bar, which has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. It's an easy choice for what's better for you. And there's so many flavors to choose from. Double chocolate, coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and so many more. In fact, there's always new flavors coming out when you go to Built.com. So check out Built.com and have Built Bars delivered right to you your door by using the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15. And you'll get 15% off your next order of Built Bars when you visit Built.com. You, um, we are we're here looking at how this played out in the first round, and we're trying to pick winners and yeah. losers. Now, this is always tough for me because we don't know who's going to be who. Trevon Walker could be a complete bust or could be the best player of all time. It, you know, you never I question know that one. I question. I do question that one. And not that mm-hmm. I'm saying Jacksonville is a is a loser, but and I'm not saying that Trevon Walker is a loser because he's not. If you get selected number one overall, you're you're number one overall. But I just have a problem with his production and his lack of production. You know, in his college career, would he have nine total sacks in his college career? Yeah. In his college career, not one season, his whole career. That that kind of bothers me. Yeah, and I feel like that Jacksonville just – I don't want to say they got duped, but they really became uh, victims of, of what they saw when it came to working out in the combine. Uh, so, you know, workout warriors, we always say watch out for that. I think Walker could play. I just don't know if he's a number one overall pick. I, I hear you on that. A lot of people were speculating on that. A- Aiden Hutchinson going to the Lions. Right. I thought that was very interesting. Um, and then with the with the Lions, you had them trading up. They had those two picks, one at the end of the first, one at the beginning of the second. They trade up with the Lions, staying in the division, wow. and get Jamison Williams a huge play there. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing, you know, because a team like the Lions, uh, they don't have to worry about being successful right now. They don't need that guy to get them over the top right now, and, and Jamison's not going to be available right now. He's probably going to miss the majority of the season, if not the whole season in 2022, but you know that you probably have the best wide receiver that was in the draft. You probably got the, that guy, uh, you know, if he had been 100% healthy, I'm sure he would have been the first wide receiver off the board instead of Drake London out of USC. So, uh, you know, if, you, if you're able to be patient, and then allow him to come back when he's ready, then you could have a, a hell of a steal and you could have a really good wide receiver for years to come. I'll tell you who I thought really won this, the New York Giants. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the, the Jets. Okay. The, the Jets did win this. I, I'm not saying, but, but I guess, no, all of New York won this. <laughs> right, right. When's the last time we said that? Right, right. And in fact, someone put up that New York has the, the worst winning percentage of any city when you combine both mm-hmm. teams over the last like 10 years or something. It's crazy. But when you look at... Uh, when you look at the, both these teams picking in the top ten, some people might say, "Well, of course they were the best. They had two. They had four picks in the top 10. Right. But here's the thing: How many times, Q, have we seen them mess it up and go get a guy? I mean, the Raiders. 
Cleveland Farrell. Yep. How many Raiders fans talk about, oh, if we could just go back and redo that one? Man, they had three first-round picks. They picked Cleve Farrell, Josh Jacobs, and Jonathan Abram. Two out of three, not good. Two out of three, not good. And, and and these guys may be busts. Right. We don't know. Right. But these are guys that a lot of people were valuing like, hey, this like at one point, Evan Neal was thought that could to be able to go at, uh, yeah. first overall. Kayvon Thibodeau, same thing. Garrett Wilson, not first overall, but was considered maybe the best receiver of, of the class. Mm-hmm. Ahmad Gardner considered the, maybe the best cornerback of the class. All winners right there. I really liked the Ravens moves here. You stay up where you're at. You don't even trade up, and you get Kyle Hamilton, who a lot of people said was the best player of this class. And then you trade back up into the first round, and you go get Tyler Linderbaum, a guy who people say was the best center of this class. Two important positions that the Ravens needed, and I I think they got really good players for them. We'll see how it pans out, because also they traded away Marquise Brown for that pick. They sure I still did. can't believe it happened. I know. I know. That was that was bizarre. I know Lamar Jackson wasn't too happy. He tweeted out his frustrations. He, he was very unhappy. Yeah, he wasn't happy at all. But I'll, I'll say this, man. I'm, I'm not mad at them trading away Marquise Brown. Uh, I think Baltimore has a really sharp front office. I think they're one of the best in the business, to be 100% honest right. with you. Uh, I like what Ozzie Newsom really kind of set there, the foundation he set there. And, and they're kind of going ahead and following that. That how it is now, and so to be able to get Hamilton, probably the best defensive or not defensive back, but safety you've had since uh, since uh, uh, Ed Reed was Ed back Reed. there, you know, trying to patrol the patrol the back end, and you know, then you go and address the offensive line. I mean, I think I think all those are uh, I think those are good 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 areas of uh, of need and and great value as far as the player goes too. So yeah, I think they did a good job. Um, and we're also forgetting with the Jets because they had Jermaine Johnson at the 26th. How did he fall to that far? How did he fall that Very far? That Very blew my question. mind. That's one of those where he's dropping, he's dropping, he's dropping. And I'm thinking, we're about to see a team trade up to go get him. You know what I mean? And, and, but, man, he's happened. he's a hell of a player. He's a heck of a player. And, now, I mean, think about this. You had a, an edge that a lot of people were really excited about along with the top cornerback that a lot of people saw in this class and along with a top right receiver. The Jets could be coming to play, but I also say this: the Eagles could be coming to play yeah. next year. You trade up, you go get Jordan Davis, uh, a, a beast, a monster in the in the middle of the field. That's a that's a that's a get that's going to be interesting. And mm-hmm. then you trade and get AJ Brown for Jalen Hurts. Now right. you got Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. Whew. Eagles are going to be an interesting team. They are going to be interesting, and now there's going to be one of those scenarios where there's no excuse for Jalen Hurts. You know, hey, you got to go out right. there and perform. This is going to be your put-up-or-shut-up year. You know, either he's going to be uh, the quarterback of the future or he's not, you know, and I think that now that he has some legit weapons, uh, especially with uh, Devontae from a year ago and then uh, and then having uh, A.J. Brown now, and, of course, uh, uh, who else is still there as well? Um, who else? Uh, who am I thinking of now? Who am I thinking? Oh, uh, Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager's still yeah. there too, and he looks like he's going to be a first round bust, but he's got speed, and so maybe they can find a way to use him and uh, you know and just use that speed for for something uh, productive. Because right now, like I said, it looks like he's going to be a first round bust. It's certainly a big question. What's happening there? Last thought here, Q. Crazy that the Packers had two first round picks and they still ain't using one on the wide receiver. Big, biggest loser, they hate Aaron Rodgers. Biggest loser, Aaron Rodgers. Biggest loser, and, and not because he's a loser, just because he lost again. He lost again. I can't believe that there was wide receivers there for them to take uh, guys that we all considered to be really good, and they chose not to. And then they went out and just made some some moves where it's like, okay, I see it, 
but I don't really see it. I mean, you're in win-now mode. You just lost your big-time wide receiver in Devontae Adams. You have multiple first-round picks, and you still don't go make it happen. Now, not saying they're going to leave this draft without a wide receiver, but I would think that they would have tried to get out of the first round with a wide receiver that they felt comfortable with to be the next like big-time playmaker there in, uh, in Green Bay. There's a lot of picks to be made. We'll see how things play out the rest of the weekend. Stay tuned to the Locked On NFL Podcast channel. A lot of great content coming your way, evaluating the NFL draft all weekend long. Q, thanks so much for riding with me, man. Always appreciate to be with you. You can follow this podcast just like you follow all the Locked On podcasts. Locked On Raiders, Locked On Steelers, Locked On Everybody on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. From Chris Carter and your boy Q, have a great draft weekend. We hope that your team get, brings you some joy with some of your picks. And we'll be back next week breaking more things down right here on the Locked On NFL podcast.